All right, welcome back for another episode of The Russians. I'm here with Evgenia. Hi. And uh, we have a special guest for you coming all the way from Bali. Uh, like, I don't even know how many time zones ahead it is, but I think it's like 16 hours ahead ahead of us or something like that. Uh, it, we have uh, on, on the line here with Carl Zah. Are you there? Yeah, hi. Hi, uh, hi Eugenia and, uh, and, hi. and Yasha. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yeah, I don't know. For those people that don't know uh, who, Carl, I mean, I don't know why people wouldn't know who he is, uh, but he's um, kind of an infamous surfer, uh, <laughs> CCP meme agent, uh, you know, uh, by some allegations, and uh, host poster. of a great uh, <laughs> shit poster, CCP shit posting agent. Um, I guess meme memes are like, yeah, it's like it's like old people talk you know like the young young kids young kids you call call you shit posters you're not memers <laughs> oh speaking um, of old um now that i know that i am older than you i i demand he, you you address me as your big brother because big that's, brother, Carl. That's, that's 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 right because because in seen asian culture you know we have to in your culture the elders are respected right do you want me to wash we, your feet or what is it what, what's, what, what, uh, no, what's the you proper just have to call me big brother you know we have to establish that familial hierarchy here i i no, no, okay when, 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 Okay, you when you die, I'll, I'll bring you some. I'll bring you some oranges or something, you know, to to your grave, and burn some okay. incense. Is that <laughs> is that how you? Wait, so you assume just because he's a few oh. years older, he'll gonna kick the bucket well, first? Well, I don't know. I mean, he is. He is. You might be healthier than I am. I mean, you might get more exercise than I than I do. I, I don't know. You might have a well, healthier lifestyle. I, I, I'm not sure. You do live in a nicer environment. Um, but you know, Carl, for, for those who don't know, has a great um, um, podcast that he runs called Silk and Steel, sort of like about, um, well, about a lot of different th- things, but mostly about Chinese culture and, and, and history, right? Um, so go check it out if you, if you haven't. Um, he gets into the weeds and into, into deep into, into some great stuff. In fact, well, you know, if you, need, if, you need, if you need a reason to go check him out now, I actually just did an interview with him a few days ago and this is kind of a, our way of um having bilateral relations you know i come on his podcast <laughs> and he comes on our podcast this is how international politics should be carried out uh, uh so yeah so welcome to the show carl it's it's good to, it's good to have you on yeah it's thank an you, honor thank you for inviting me oh <laughs> uh, you know uh so i'm thinking that you know today's today's uh, show is going to be kind of i hope uh, roughly about two parts um in the first one, we, we what we want to talk about is something very topical, something that's actually happening right now in the news, and that's the Chinese Winter Olympics. They're going on, and you know, in particular, um, I want we want to talk about with Carl about the you know the totally hysterical um, reaction that's coming out of the West and in particular America about some uh, about how several uh, ethnically Chinese. Um, Athletes. Actually, the one is even Chinese American. Yeah, well, yeah, Chinese. I'm not sure what, what ethnicity her dad is. You know, I don't know if like American is an officially an ethnos, you know, or ethnicity. Yeah, it's like what I mean. Is she Chinese Irish? Amer- Ch- Chinese Irish, Chinese Scots, Scots. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, or, or German. Maybe I don't know. Actually, maybe you know more about her family history. Um, I'm talking. We're talking about Eileen um, Eileen Gu. I mean, so so we want to talk about the crazy media reaction about her deciding to compete. Uh, for the Chinese team rather than the American team, you know, and then um, as a yeah, and then a few, a few more girls. There too, are a few right? more, a few yeah. more athletes, yeah, athletes who are also yeah. d- d- have done the same thing, but she's sort of the main one because she's the most high profile. Man, and, I shouldn't say girls; I should say women. 
well, you're a woman, so you can say whatever you want, <laughs> you know, to be honest. That's, those, those are the rules, right? 2022, baby. Yeah. It's women. Um, and, you know, and actually I want to use then like that uh, to, uh, to transition to talking about Carl, you know, uh, about his own um, immigrant experience in America. Carl came over to America, I think you were 13, right, in 1990. And yeah. as a Chinese, you know, immigrant in America, you know, you have a particularly probably very interesting perspective and experience here growing up with, you know, just the sort of like, you know, how, how, how Americans react to you. And, and, just, and just generally, I think this will be a great uh, fit for our ongoing uh, immigrant deprogramming series that we've done mm-hmm. already a couple of times with um, a couple of uh, segments with mostly with Soviet immigrants. But it'd be great to get some diversity into our program with Carl. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's so what anything actually, to add? Yeah, you've got Yeah, that's it. No, I, all I want to say, I guess, from a certain jingoistic American perspective, it wouldn't be even considered a diversity because we're all some like Asian menacing. All, yeah, we're all menacing. Like, yeah, Russian, we're all, Chinese, almost doesn't matter. Exactly. The Sino, the Sino-Slavic right. alliance is here. You know, we're, we're all like this. Mongoloids. We're the whole exactly. Mongoloids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, diverse. I mean, that's not. It's diverse. true. It's true. I mean, just. I mean, oh, okay. You're gonna have another Mongoloid, you know, on your show. Great. Can we get some real people on here? Jesus Christ, you know. Uh, they're not. They're not. I mean, do they even believe in Christ? I don't know. It's, it's not well, even clear. You yeah. should actually yeah, enlighten us on that. Yeah, on the that people, do, do Chinese people believe in Jesus Christ is the question, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you accept him as your Lord and Savior? Yeah. <laughs> some people, on the spot, some, some, some Chinese yeah. people do believe. Some you know, do. There, there are okay. Christians in, in China. Because there, there, there was a big missionary people. effort, obviously, right, with the, yeah. with the British and... Uh, um, yeah came in and I mean I guess if, if, like, there's is, is evangelical uh, sort of the evangelical there, strains even are like Chinese Orthodox you know believe oh, wow. it or not yeah so all denominations what do you mean like Jewish Jewish people? Orthodox okay just Come kidding on. that was a joke yeah <laughs> that's interesting so like Orthodox like Eastern Orthodox but Chinese Chinese yeah it was Chinese but yeah alright well let's let's we, well, actually we'll get to that on the second part of our segment mm-hmm. I think because that I think is pretty interesting um, okay let's but, get yeah, to let's, the let's Olympics go, let's go with the well, let's go with the news I mean, if, if so, if like someone's been, you know, hasn't been at all paying attention, uh, I mean, I've kind of, I've made a point of it now to almost not pay attention to the news, you know, myself, but like, I can't, I couldn't help but notice this because it's coming out of like every hole, uh, every orifice, every little crack in, in the U.S. media <laughs> machine. And it's this hatred of uh, this total just outpouring of, of, I don't know, of like, of shame, I guess, or not shame, but of people trying to shame Eileen Gu for deciding to, um, Deciding to switch teams, you know, and, and not compete for the American Olympic team, but to, to compete with, uh, you know, for the Chinese Olympic team, which is kind of her ethnic homeland. I mean, not, so, not just shame, it's uh, straight up like traitor baiting her. I yes. Mean, they're they're yeah. calling her a traitor. Yes, exactly. You know, and they're saying that this is she's basically prov- mm-hmm. giving China, you know, uh, uh, she's 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 like self weaponizing, you know, as like a soft power weapon for China. So she's like, no, it's I mean, there was this pretty insane a CNN segment from a few days ago that just went full bore you know again it was also actually the segment the reporter who was on it was it was Chinese American and so they put a Chinese American yeah. woman to do this hit piece on a Chinese American woman and, 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 and nasty, it's, just, right? it's yeah. really disgusting I mean they don't even like they don't even put it they don't even it's not even um, there's no there's no like tact to it or there's not there's no subtlety to it you know I mean she's almost straight up 
being, yeah, like you said, uh, called a, a traitor to, to America, that she's like, you know, that this was like a, that, that she's, you know, I don't know, it's just, it's that she's like a, basically a sleeper agent, you know, for China. It's, it's pretty nuts. Um, I mean, so what's your, I mean, so for someone who's, who grew up here, you know, uh, in America, like, I mean, I guess you, it's kind of maybe you, you, you'd expect something like this to happen, but what's your, what's your reaction to, to this? To what you see, um, you know, I today in 2022, yeah, I kind of expected this. But uh, if you tell me that this was gonna, uh, you know, it was gonna be this much, um, like the overwhelming media negative coverage back, say in 2010, I would not yeah. have believed it, you know, because the, the media landscape have shifted so far. Um, I, I think Trump did a good job shifting the overtone window mm-hmm. um, you know kind of the US China relations and and now you you know you, you have Biden who have to deny that he was an old friend of Xi Jinping after the Xi Biden <laughs> summit right like this is a guy mm-hmm. who went who like just 10 years ago was with Xi Jinping when they're both vice president of their respective countries was giving a talk in a Chinese high school in China. And back then he said, me and President Obama, we are not afraid of rising China. We welcome a rising China. You know, the United States is not afraid of a rising China. I mean, pose, just take that soundbite, put it today. It's such a big contrast. And, Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, the, the, the idea that somehow Chinese Americans have double loyalties. This this has been a long running theme in the U.S. Uh, political landscape. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. even 1990s when I first came to U.S. There was Connie Chong, you know, who was very prominent uh, media figure as a Chinese American mm-hmm. right. woman anchor. She went on the national television and she basically said every Chinese student in the U.S. is a potential spy for the Chinese government. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That, <laughs> that's amazing. That hits, hits home because my parents, my dad came to the United States as a student in 1980s. You know, that's how I eventually I made it to U.S. And, and he's saying basically we're all potential fifth column. So, yeah. You know, what's funny is that as someone who, you know, is, 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 it, is a Soviet Jew and, you know, is, is a Jewish person living in America you know, there's this whole thing of, you know, I mean, talk about dual loyalty, right? I mean, you have a lot of American Jews, right? Who are, you know, obviously supporters of Israel, have dual citizenship. Um, a lot of Americans who go and serve in the military of this foreign country, right? And, you know, are fully on and, and, and don't, let's say, serve in their own military. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of Americans do that. And like to, to and if, if anyone like says, well, I mean, but then who are you for? Like, you're you're the citizens of this other country. You're 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 fighting in in a foreign army, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's like, should people be worried about your like what where your loyalty lies? You know. Well, but Israel is almost like considered fifty-first state. I know you just it is, like, but it, but yeah. it's but it's what's interesting is that even that kind of even the even even a hint of that kind of question. You don't even it doesn't have to be direct. Even right. even to hint at that. Is like you know, if if someone does that, will be accused of being anti-Semitic, basically, you know, and 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 so I mean, and I mean, and here we, which what you're talking about is people who are, I mean, are not even like we're not talking about your parents are going to serving in the army, you know, while they're American, after after being sort of naturalized American citizens, right? Um, they're not going to serve in the Chinese army and then coming back here. I mean, it's just it's just a blanket suspicion thrown over an entire immigrant group. Uh, 
you know, with 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 Nadi when so so it's to me it's kind of it's incredible. You know, the, obviously the double standard, and like Jenny was saying, yeah, it's obvious why. I mean, yeah, I mean, Israel is basically the fifty first state. You know, America America's fifty first state, pretty much, and it's an extension of America, and it's an America's you know ally and all this stuff. So. So I mean I guess if if there's ever a moment in in time when the interests of America and the interests of Israel start to kind of disalign or whatever and things get out of whack and they they or they you know go are are you know America becomes suddenly anti-Israel which is you know possible but pretty unlikely uh, maybe we'll see a kind of similar thing happen but it's but it's yeah it's to me it's always just you know just the contrast to me is always shocking you know uh, and, and just so. Um, but did you so so I mean so you so when you were growing up I mean you would never have expected this I mean I know that like you get a lot of you get a lot of flag just as as a as a kind of as a you know as an internet personality or as like a person who has a pretty big following on Twitter um, in America um, I mean you were always touted in in American media as basically one of like the the <laughs> the top. Uh, you know, propagandists for China, right? Uh, working for China. I mean, it's like it's it's a it's a constant thing. It's and it's kind of shocking, actually. You know that they can. I, I, I'm still I'm like still that. waiting for my checks to come in. Yeah. I'm, I'm very. No, no, I mean, just, that, just, you know, I'm, just because I'm, you I'm post gonna, some. If Xi Jinping yeah, yeah. don't send that check anytime soon, I'm going to be a Chinese dissident. You know? Well, it's funny. Yash is very similar that way. Like I know there are a bunch yeah. of accusations that he's somehow one way or another on a Kremlin's payroll. I'm like, let's no. see that money. <laughs> I mean, right? if, I, uh, <laughs> right. if I was yeah, if I was on the Kremlin's payroll, I right, would be right. you know asking my my family for handouts. You know, like I'd be. I'd be. I'd have my own personal driver. I'd have my own uh, Mercedes. You know, Mercedes Stitch limo. Maybe. Like I'd be, we'd be living in a different uh, reality completely here. Uh, no, totally. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's like very common accusation. Yeah, yeah. No, Russian but I know. But, but, but Carl is interesting because mm-hmm. like you don't really have. I don't know. It's like because Carl has such a. I don't know. Like he's. Uh, I mean, he just. I just rem- was reminded of another of, of a story where you were you were straight up you know libeled as a. As a, as a Chinese propagandist, um, and just because you post, just because as a, as a Chinese immigrant, you know, from America who grew up in America, you don't like it, your your Twitter feed is not like a, just a continuous condemnation of Chinese uh, human rights abuses, yeah, but you're like posting exactly. you're posting things that are kind of cool, like things about you yeah. know about fashion and about the you know about interesting things about your culture rather than like all the horrible things and so it's like that immediately puts you into this i mean Mm -hmm. like is is anybody who is uh confronting the u.s uh, figure skaters about you know it's a u.s atrocity in yemen no but they're demanding exactly eileen gould you know denounce china for its human rights uh abuses no i mean that's exactly the reason the given was that eileen gould actually spoke out you know about in support of blm in in yes. us so they say oh how can you do this in us but not in but not in china but obviously the answer is pretty obvious because he she grew up in us that's a context yeah. she's familiar with you know of course she will speak up she's an american i mean she's you. an american yeah exactly yeah, yeah. exactly she's i mean like, like a, what, you, what know, she know, you know she, she might just know us much better than she knows china but these people are demanding her almost as a like a loyalty oath to no, it's China. exactly. I mean, look, it's it's like. Yeah, do, go ahead. Sorry, I have a question. Do you have any scoop? I was like trying to find that. Um, so there's uh, like in the news they say that um, the figure skater, uh, what is it? Um, Zhu, uh, do I say it right? Zhu oh, Yi. Yeah, Zhu Yi. Her, her English Zui. name is Beverly Zhu. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, <laughs> Beverly Sue. Mm-hmm. She had to give up her American citizenship to compete um, in the you know on the China side in the Olympics, but somehow Eileen Gu did not, or it's not clear. Do you know about the how okay, how does yeah, it work? Yeah. yeah, this is a lot of there's a lot of controversy about the citizenship because mm-hmm. uh, both U.S. and China don't really recognize dual citizenship. But how mm-hmm. that works is that. You know, in U.S., a lot. You know, for example, you are if you're a French citizen, you come be naturalized as U.S. Mm-hmm. citizen. Uh, when you are naturalized, when I was naturalized uh, back in you know twenty year, more than twenty years ago, I have to swear, have to giving up my allegiance to like foreign potentates or whatever. And so, so supposedly you are supposed to give up your your previous uh-huh. citizenship. But but if you are if you are like a, a from a country where dual citizenship is recognized like say france or israel they would just say okay okay we understand you have to say those formalities when you become a u.s citizen you are still our citizen so so uh-huh. so it, but china is a special case because china like u.s don't recognize dual citizenship but eileen gu actually might be a special case because uh, <laughs> i i only know about this because i just recently had a had a baby you know my, my baby is only like a month month younger than yours and mm-hmm. Because he, because of me, he has uh, U.S. citizenship, but because his mother is uh, is Indonesian, so he has Indonesian citizenship. He, he has both from birth, and he actually, when he's 18 years of age, he gets to choose, you know, basically which country uh, citizen he is. So Eileen Gu declared that she will ski for Team China back when she was 15, right? So. So uh, very possibly she could, she they, she could have gotten receiving. They get Chinese her a waiver of some kind, yeah. Mm. She could have received Chinese citizenship by the fact that she from her mother, you know, who uh-huh. was. Uh, that already she already and, had it basically. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So but she, she doesn't probably have to kept give her up. American. Got it. Exactly. So in this case, uh, she doesn't have to give up her American citizenship. And as far as China is concerned, they just they just kind of say they don't recognize that she's a u.s citizen they just just recognize <laughs> the funny. fact that she's a chinese citizen but the, the fact that that does not require her to actually give up her u.s citizenship so so it's kind of a loophole but but it's all legal it's like she hasn't done yeah. anything wrong yeah of course yeah, yeah yeah but they're like but they're but they're it's funny that they're always trying to like i don't know they painted in the, in the worst possible light you know like that they're like that she made some big backroom deal that she's like hiding her the fact that she made oh, this yeah, decision yeah, yeah. you know I mean like yeah, yeah. like she's she's they also make it her sound like some kind of opportunities I mean she's opportunities more power to her but I actually saw um so there are videos of her when she was 13 years old giving interviews saying you know her dream was to go compete in the Beijing Olympics and to give her victory speech in Chinese that that's when like back when she was sweet, 13 yeah. so she was actually living her living out her childhood dream and it's, it's like that, it's not like she I, did I this you know for some whatever you know for some like she made it last minute and they like basically bought her you know bought her exactly. allegiance or something yeah yeah which is what they're exactly. implying uh, I mean, yeah, she's like, I mean, it's funny because like you were there talking about her as if she's like some kind of sneaky adult. I mean, she's basically still essentially a child. You know, I mean, she's, I mean, she's, she's just graduated high school basically. Or I mean, yeah. I mean, I think she graduated early and she's about to go to Stanford, you know, after the Olympics. Yeah. She already got accepted. But I mean, she's, she's like, a, you know, when she decided to do this, this was like, she was what? Yeah. 15 years old, you know? So this is like a. I mean, you know, they're talking about her. I mean, they're just smearing a child, basically. You know, uh, uh, just just a person who just, 
it, it's it's really disgusting. You know, it makes it even more disgusting. You know, the the way that they're treating her. Um, and yeah, of she, course, she you know, the, turned, what, yeah. she just turned 18. I mean, all these grown ass men are like getting on her. Like they, they, there's a lot of uh, kind of sense of ownership when they talk about her. They feel like uh, some like, oh, she she received all this training that we provided. She she received the benefits of American training. Like we we trained her all this time. Then she just turned the back on us. And you know what? She, they sound just like Soviet, like the Soviet propaganda. It's exactly what the Soviet Union said. <laughs> so if they. Cause that ex- sounds exactly like that because like um, it's almost like the smearing let's say Boroshnik of God when he defected but he really defected he didn't just like yeah. <laughs> go but, but, but this and, is even even more hypocritical you know? because I know the Soviet and Chinese uh, sports system the state actually supports these athletes yes but yes. in the U.S., there's no state support. Eileen Gu was supported by her mom, right? Her Chinese yeah. mom, because she, she was uh, raised by a single mother. Her Chinese mom, like, you know, paid for all her training, supported He's, her all that's, that's these years. That's a good years, point, yeah. And supported Very good her. Point. Yeah, and supported her decision to go go uh, participate in Beijing Olympics. So I find it funny that you know there there are Americans on the on the internet saying, "Oh, how could you do this? You betray your grandma who you know." How, yeah, no, that's a good point. So disgusting. Wow, that's even worse than China. the Soviet Union. Yeah, it, it, they didn't even pay for her training. I, I see what you mean. It's actually way more hypocritical. Carl, you uh, you mistake. They provided the platform of freedom in which she could live. <laughs> And to pursue her dreams, you see, well, they, they would see, never do that in communist China. For you know, yeah, they, see, she would see, never be able to thing, pursue right? her dreams I mean, like, like that. That's, yeah. Yeah. This is literally a young woman exercising her freedom of choice. But but once that she chose wrongly, quote unquote, yes. she chose China. That is totally unacceptable. Because how could anybody not choose a great and the the, the great freedom land of the United States? Right. That's, I mean, that's this is you know, this. Yeah, I mean, this plays really just into my whole weaponized immigrant, you know, narrative, right? I mean, because as an immigrant, I mean, she's a first-generation American, so she's a daughter of an immigrant from China, right? And so, but still, as a first-generation American, you know, uh, like, you're kind of still part of the immigrant narrative, right? And so, in that narrative, like, you need to, you need to, there's only one kind of story that you're allowed to tell, right? Yes. And that story is... You are saved, you know, as a, as a Chinese person, you know, as, a, as someone who comes from a Chinese family. Um, y- your family and you, by extension, right, were saved from this totalitarian system, this horrible gulag system, and you were given refuge in this land of the free in America. And you were then able to pursue your dreams. And when you pursue your dreams and you realize that when you become, and you're this child prodigy like Eileen is, you know, like you can only do it like in, in on sort of, under the American flag, right? Yeah. And so she yeah, did something, I, she, she went off script, basically. You know, she went off script in this in this kind of massive way, which, you know, she said, well, no, actually, I wanted to compete for China. It's my dream. I like my, you know, my ancestral homeland. I kind of, I connected to my Chinese culture, you know, and, I, yeah. and, I, and I'm enthusiastic about it. And that, like, is something that you're not allowed to do. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, because you're, as again, as an immigrant, or as a, as, a, as a child of immigrants, you're only allowed to tell one story, and that is of being a victim that was saved by America, and like, and that's what's really, you know, riling everybody up, and you know, it's and of course it's riling up a lot of like other Chinese Americans, right, um, that yes. are like condemning her essentially because that's the story that they've told their whole life, and that's the story, you know, especially people yep. in the media and journalists, you know, they've built their career as Chinese Americans of basically bashing their 
you know, their homeland and yep. sort of uh, reinforcing stereotypes of American stereotypes that, that, that it has about China and that it has and that America has about itself, right? About its own superiority. And so they've made a career in that. And this woman is sort of like almost like in a lighthearted way. She's like, you know, she's just like a young woman now. She's a kid and she's really good at what she does. And she's sort of, and she, she's fun and she kind of just flips and they all flip out because of that. It's kind of incredible to watch. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is this match my experience because when I first came to this country, um, I mean, United States back in 1990. I mean, at that time, there is not much open hostility to Chinese people. Like, but I feel um, that at the time, people kind of, uh, you know, even talking to my high school counselors or whoever. Um, there's kind of a condescending, kind of almost pitying, like, oh, you poor thing, you just escaped communist <laughs> China. <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to America. You know, that, that kind of <laughs> attitude. They, they, they treated me nicely. I have to say, they, I was treated nicely, but it's always that kind of condescension behind that kind of politeness. Patronizing, like, right? Yeah, you poor thing, you know, welcome, welcome <laughs> to freedom. <laughs>